Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. just went past as I just pressed record. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, that's a good start. Great start. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Breaking Wind. Why is it special, Nye? It's special because I have brought my future wife, Molly. Hello! Hello. (laughs) Welcome! Uh, Big fan. I've actually listened to Almost all the episodes. Thank so. you. Almost all. Almost. Almost. Almost okay. all. Don't worry. Still got time. Still got time. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for for your support. I appreciate it. Um, because you know, we do. We we do love our fans. We love and we love. You know, I don't know what. I'm tired. We've been. Do- <laughs> 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 it started it started somewhere I, w- I was gonna do the michael scott thing where he goes like sometimes i don't know what i'm gonna say but if i just keep i don't know what point i'm making but if i just keep saying words eventually something will come out it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good yeah. approach <laughs> especially for this podcast Definitely. i think um so yeah how are you guys doing what's your so just give a little context. So what time of day is it for you now that we're recording right now? Oh my goodness. It is 7.30 a.m. Um, we've just downed our coffees. How are you feeling? Um, more awake than I was half an hour ago, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Still got the lights dimmed. That's a good that's a good shout. Just get it easing gradually. That's what she that's what she yeah. said, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's so it's and it's late evening yeah, for you. Half nine. I had a big weekend. Details of which I can't fully go into on the pod. That sounds really ominous. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's no, it's not that bad. That sounds <laughs> really like, You made it seedier than it crazy. is. <laughs> but I did go to a midnight lounge on Friday after we recorded our podcast with Alex, the guest star. Uh, Titanic yep. 2 we recorded that and then we hit the town <laughs> we were going to go to G.A.Y but then we walked past Midnight Lounge again the burlesque place and we were like boom let's go in had an absolute whale of a time and there was some um, there was some <laughs> acts there that had been there the last time I was there and so when I met them after the show I was just like oh my god and acting like they would know who I was and yeah I was like oh my god I was here last I remember and they were just like obviously they're very professional they were just like yeah oh my god hi (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah (laughs) and you sent me like four minute long videos of the performances as well it was great I had entertainment to wake up to yeah and they do encourage you to take pictures and videos it's not just me like seedly recording (laughs) in the in the background or like hidden so it is yeah it is it is encouraged um but yeah so all good all good there um Mm. but yeah so um we decided to do a movie that i have just realized 
was made by Asylum, which is the same studio as Titanic 2. <gasps> You're kidding! Oh, no way! Nice. So much sense. Um, <laughs> we'll delve into that further. But firstly, I'd like to invite Marley to do the honours of, first of all, revealing the film that we're, we watched and giving a one minute or less summary of said film. Okay. Oh, got this. I'll see how got I go. This. I'll see how I go. Uh, so we watched Sharknado. Yes. And basically, uh, there's a guy on a surfboard, and um, they see some sharks, and then we see there's oh, actually there was a boat at the start, and then there was a guy with a gun and a boat and <laughs> some sharks, and then there's a tornado that hits uh, somewhere in America, and. Um, some sharks are raining down on the town from a tornado and a person cuts up a shark with a chainsaw um, and two people come out of a shark, which is exciting, <laughs> and um, a family's reunited the end. That was really, really good, really succinct, which is <laughs> like, so sure. suitable for this film. Like, it's not, it's not worthy of, like, a really rich, detailed, you know delving into the uh, the plot as such the plot I was just trying to hit the key points you know definite key points I love it <laughs> I'm really excited that we've done this film because I think Marley's going to bring the unique perspective of a marine biologist to tell us um, about sharks and tornadoes yes we need this there's so much to unpack in this film but we do need to know a bit of the science behind <laughs> it um but first of all, I I would like to say that um, I am not convinced that okay. I'm looking at this movie as if I'm trying to make it like real, real of some kind. So I I am you know I'm going a bit far. <laughs> but even if sharks were whipped up into a tornado and then rained down <laughs> on the town, would they really be that bloodthirsty? Would they? Would they? I don't know. Well, I th- I kind of thought like, would they really have that good aim? Because they always seem to be like <laughs> being thrown at people and managing to like grab bites off of them the whole time. I'm like, are they just flying around with their mouths open the whole time? Yeah, it's yeah, it's so crazy. So yeah, let's just well let's go straight into it then, Marley. What is the science behind it? Is it is it possible? <laughs> What's going on? Is it possible? Yes. Uh, it's pretty unlikely. No, no. Is it possible? Like, is it physically? Is, <laughs> is, is it physically possible? I want to know so I know what to watch out for in future. You know, you never know. So, if if there was a tornado over water, the chances of it just pulling up sharks is pretty unlikely. Yeah. Uh, the chances of the sharks surviving is pretty unlikely. Okay. And um, the chance of the sharks just like uh, basically just just flopping around on land, attacking people, thriving, thriving, <laughs> thriving. It's like they just realized they actually didn't need the water all along, <laughs> and they're fine on land. Yeah, I he- I heard you so, say unlikely a lot. I didn't hear you say impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the sitch? <laughs> Should I be worried? Well, it's funny, actually, because I looked it up, 
And um, we found there was like a case of a shark being tossed up onto land in Australia. Oh my god. Um, but it was dead. Ah, so okay. didn't survive. Not strong evidence, unfortunately. Okay. Well, no, that's good. <laughs> and it was just one shark. <laughs> I want it to be possible. Not all the sharks of the sea. Yeah. Well, actually, that's so that that's a good point. So on. Okay, so the Aussie guy who we will talk about more. First of all, he's Tasmanian born, which is yes. where you're where you are currently. Yeah, I yes. so great. Um, <laughs> and they managed to get that into the movie. Yeah, and he. I looked up his credits, and like a lot of his credits, are like Australian guy, and like loads of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really played into that, they didn't did. they? Like, and they definitely did a um, crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. I'm pretty sure he said that's not a shark or something. He said something like that. <laughs> um, but he he said right okay first of all i tried to put subtitles on for the movie generally and there are no subtitles available on amazon prime for it which suggests to me that they think it's just so not worth even putting that time into it that they didn't even bother <laughs> subtitles and like basically them saying you'll get the gist from what you see on the screen. You know, like, the dialogue <laughs> isn't important. Dialogue's not which important, Which is very yeah. fair. Very fair. But, so he said, this Australian guy, he, he said, this. so this is why I'm annoyed the subtitles went on, because he said, in Alice Springs, something fell from the sky, Some by something, he said a word, but I, don't, I couldn't hear, I, I replayed it, I couldn't work out what he was saying, so he said, in Alice Springs, something fell from the sky so why not sharks but i couldn't understand Ooh. what word he was Ooh. saying so i want to know like in alice springs what got dropped from the sky i'm gonna have to do a live google now alice <laughs> springs i don't remember that i don't know yeah from the sky let's see if it comes up with anything um while he was born in alice meteorite, springs right oh she used to play in the water with the crocodiles oh my God. <laughs> yeah, see, crocodiles would be much scarier than sharks if there was a tornado yeah. that was able oh, to do that. Terrifying. They and they mm-hmm. they actually enjoy. I feel like hunting humans. Like, oh, so scary, so scary. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it said a load of hundreds of fish fall out of the sky over a remote Australian oh. town. So maybe that's what he said. Yeah, fish fall out that's of the funny. sky over. And this was two thousand and ten. Fish. Fish. What? Wow. No sharks, though. But that's probably what he said then. Okay. All right. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just any kind of, like, I've made lots of notes, to be fair. But any sort of standout moments and stuff for you? Okay. Standout moments. Sharks don't like Vegemite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) was the thing about when the shark tried to bite the Tasmanian guy. <laughs> they were like, oh, get an Aussie joke yeah, in. Love it. Um, I've always wondered, you know, um, whenever they have like a Ferris wheel break off in a movie like this and then it rolls <laughs> through the town and yes, crushes people. That would... <laughs> like, I always think, surely it wouldn't roll. Like, it would just, uh, if it broke, it would it fall would on just, its side. Just it flat. would just fall. You're so right. And I also, it, it rolled into the side of a building and practically collapsed the whole building. And it was like, no, it's just <laughs> a, a Ferris wheel. Like, it's not gonna do yeah. that much 
damage. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, so Kevin from Home Alone's dad was at the beginning of this movie, as in Peter what? McAllister, the father from Home Alone 1 and 2, is the drunk, creepy guy with the bar stool that he... Oh, yeah. no way! Oh, that's so I know. funny. I don't know how much they paid him to be in it, but I love that he was in it. And Home Alone <laughs> 1 and 2 are the best Christmas movies of all time. There, I said it. I said it. Don't care how much controversy <laughs> that causes, how many debates. It's <laughs> um, oh, I had no idea that was who that yeah. was. That was such a weird character. Very odd. Oh, but he did save a dog from a car by using his bar stool to break the window, and that was a heartwarming moment. Just before he got eaten, eaten <laughs> by a shark that came out of a storm drain. Oh, it was, oh, it was brutal. Brutal. Uh, yeah, that made me really happy because dogs normally die in movies. Yeah, I was like, don't you dare kill this dog. Don't yeah, don't kill the dog. Kill the dog. I thought they were. <laughs> I thought they were gonna do it to be sort of like yeah, that. Same. Um, no, 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 no. There's enough. There's enough pain and suffering in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I one of the very sort of. I mean, this film is. So I was reading up on Asylum, the movie studio, and they are basically just a bunch of piss takers, and I love it. I love them for it because. They don't take themselves seriously. They make these movies. They often get sued by the original um, movie that it's copying or, you know, they've oh, made wow. tons of them. Um, but for me, it was, there's some very sort of like, almost like meta self-awareness going on, particularly <laughs> at one point, they're, they're saving a busload of school kids by like winching them up a bridge. And the bus driver is this guy <laughs> And he is, right, I've written some quotes down. He said, I moved down here to be an actor. And I was just like, this guy moved to wherever Asylum found him. And he moved there to be an actor. (laughs) (laughs) And then his his final line in the movie is, my mum always told me Hollywood would, would kill me. And then, boom, he's flattened by a... By some kind of ma- massive metal structure, and I was just like, it's just, I just like, it just feels quite, it's just almost like an, in- it feels like an in joke, and I appreciate that, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favourite lines in the movie, actually. It's very funny. Bless him. And just that he was this weird, like, wacky kind of pothead bus driver as well. Yeah. Like, when they showed us the kid, the bus full of kids, and he was like, don't worry, kids, there will be adults coming to get us soon. And it's like, that's because you're not a real yeah. adult. <laughs> I think he's my... We usually do best and worst actor. I think he's my favourite best actor in the movie, actually. That's so funny. That's just, that's what I said last mm-hmm. night. I was like, he did what he could with the lines he had. <laughs> he did a very good job, I think. Yeah. Do you agree, Molly? As best? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he, he did a good job with those lines. <laughs> But um, the main female lead was pretty good. Mm. Bikini girl. Like, considering she had to tell this ridiculous story about being out in the water and, and having everyone die, and that's how she got the shark scar on her leg, which is hideous. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and she, hate, she, hates she hates to talk it. about it. She hates to talk about it. And she hates sharks. Oh, yeah. I, 
I love um, that they built up the whole thing where they were just like they kept showing her mysterious scar and it was like oh I wonder yeah. what caused that what could that be and also how <laughs> ludicrous it was that the fact that they were building it up to be like and that's why I hate sharks it's like yeah but most people yeah. don't really like sharks anyway it's not a common thing to dislike and yeah if you got bitten by yeah. one fair enough it's not like she's saying something like really controversial and that's why I don't that's why I hate like I don't know like nuns or something I don't know like just... <laughs> 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 and everyone's like what, what? <laughs> so unreasonable like yeah it's so weird um <laughs> yeah oh and <laughs> that's such a convoluted backstory as well um and Marley, who would you? Who's your vote for worst actor? Because I have a definite, definite winner for this. Oh, we have a definite yeah. one as well. Like we both had the yeah. same one. It was the um, the wife's husband that died very quickly. <gasps> yes, but he also kind of stole the show. Like I was mesmerized by him. <laughs> I thought, I was like, this guy is he for real? <laughs> um. And he, oh, do you know what's even funnier is that he had in the house the, so it's like the stepfather and the ex-wife and then the sort of rough and rugged shark hunter guys come back and is like, I know I'm a shit father and I was a shit husband and ooh, you're the new stepdad, I hate you kind of thing. But the, in, the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the house, there's a framed photo of the stepdad, but it's just him <laughs> smiling. Just yes! his face! <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> so weird. Why do they have just like singular portraits of everyone in the house? I know. Well, I actually. So he, yes, he was terrible. But for me, because I think he was such a caricature and so ridiculous, I actually just thought the worst <laughs> actress, actor, actress, was the ex-wife. I thought she couldn't deliver a line for shit. The ex-wife. No way. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's sad because I've seen her in other things and she's. Like, I think she's probably, like, the most famous one in the movie. Well, apart from Kevin's dad, Ke- you know, Peter McCann. Yeah, apart from father, Kevin's dad. Obviously. But <laughs> is she, what, what, what's she like in other things? Because I swear she was so robotic as um, well. Have you seen Josie and the Pussycats? I think that's, it's either, yeah, I think it's Josie and Riverdale spinoff? No, it's before Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale's a spin-off of that. It's like a old sort of, I think it's like late nineties movie. It's really funny. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Um, and I think that that's when she was famous. But she's like a semi big name. Oh my goodness. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't. I think. Well, maybe she was embarrassed by this film and she didn't give it her all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I assume they all read the script, right? They all knew what they were getting into. Yeah, I mean. They said the budget was two million pounds, two million dollars, and not much of that seemed to go on CGI. Clearly, so they sunk <laughs> it into the actors. But the uh, special effects were a uh, hundred times better than Titanic two. Yes, I would say that. Um, but but why didn't they? Why didn't they use more like like footage of real sharks like swimming in the water? Yeah. Why why not use yeah. like. They just reused that one shot of the shark, like, five times. Yeah, but why not use, like, real, free footage of, sh- of sharks swimming free. around? Like, f- <laughs> there was an amazing shot of um, 
when the sharks rained down into the swimming pool of the old people's oh, home yeah. and they got a shot of it under the water and Marley was like that's that's a real shark it had like what were the other fish you saw next to oh, it oh I can't remember what they're called and I should know what they're called oh she said she saw these two smaller fish swimming yes. under its fins on either yeah. side and she was like, that's from the ocean, <laughs> because you can see the different, like, other fish. And the whole thing about the tornado was that it just had sharks, so it was really funny that they used that shot. Yeah, because it, it had, like, the little henchman by its by its fins, like, almost like its back Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. I just, yeah, they used that. I noticed that, too. They used it several times, the little, the little fish appearing with it, and it's just like, no. <laughs> um... But the weird thing about that scene was that he then, like, poured fuel into the pool and set it alight. And I'm like, there's sharks in the pool. There's no one else in the pool. Yeah. You could probably just leave just, it. Like, yeah. they're not they're not going to get anyone. <laughs> just leave it. Sharks aren't actually out to kill anyone. I know. They just yeah, are. Yeah, and... We've actually, we've, like, been face-to-face with a bull shark pretty much. Mm, so yeah. um, we'd both be dead if sharks were as aggressive as they are in this movie that's the thing like i know obviously they they do and people you know everything like that but it is the yeah the bloodthirstiness of these ones was just like another level like it was absolutely insane um um yeah just i like they do explain everything by climate change in this movie though don't they again you know that climate change can really (gasps) drive some sharks crazy Global yep, again, just like Titanic 2, providing an important public service message. Way beyond their time, <laughs> I would say, actually, you know. Is that an asylum theme, yes. do you think? Asylum production? Yes, I believe they are much more aware than a lot of people. And I also, like, they were they did it before Greta Thunberg, I'm just going to say it now. Controversial, but they, <laughs> they, were, they were there first. And they, they put these important movies into the world and people didn't didn't take them seriously enough they didn't see for what it was you know which was an important <laughs> warning to us and we've just been laughing at them and i i egg egg, <laughs> egg and my face were in alignment honestly it's just <laughs> we should all be eating a lovely slice of humble pie <laughs> humble pie <laughs> Maybe Asylum's going to be presenting at the conference in Glasgow. Yes. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, there were um, a few funny little like things that you might you might miss if you weren't looking hard enough, which was one, a duck got eaten by a shark at one point where it's just like, well, like what? rolled up. Just a duck, just minding his own business. <laughs> I, I did miss that. Yeah. Um... Hey, let's hear it for Daddy Issues. That's not an overdone movie plotline. Oh my oh. goodness. That's an asylum theme as well. Although, like, I always say every movie does every that. Every movie. But I loved how the main chick started the movie. She's working in the bar and she, like, was, like, flirting and hitting on the, like, older rugged guy. Mm. And then, because by the end they wanted to reunite the older rugged guy with his family, she like ended up with his son. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Isn't that weird?" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Ew, really?" <laughs> she was also so touchy with him in the first scene that I was like, "They've got to be dating," because like she like, put her hands on his face and stuff. Yeah, so weird. Very strange. Um, 
Also, something that didn't make sense to me, another flaw in the script, can you believe, um, that there is this, <laughs> is that the ex-wife, as soon as he arrived and he was just trying to warn her, like, you know, there's sharks, we've got to get you out of this house, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're a terrible person, I hate you, go away. And then, <laughs> when, when they eventually get in and the horrible stepdad guy starts doing the same to him to just being like you're a terrible father and you're a terrible husband the ex-wife is suddenly starts sticking up for him and i'm like bitch what what are you talking about <laughs> and he was just like hey leave him alone it's like you just you just ragging on him i don't understand it's so weird yeah and she she's standing there she's just seen a, a shark gets shot out of the sky <laughs> and she just stands there and lets them have an argument about what a terrible father he is as well she's not like hey I just saw a shark fall from the sky by the way yeah. let's not waste any time let's just get this shit show on the road like um <laughs> the ah so I'm just flipping flipping between my notes but can we talk about the, the magic red button in the car that goes can we talk about that in Magic. In What's his the car, magic red button? he had that big red button that said something I can't remember, and he pushed it, and then suddenly, miraculously, it meant that his car went faster than whoever was chasing him. Slash the police yes. cars. And then they did the same at the end when they they needed to drive it into the tornado for the bar. Oh my goodness! There is like what? <laughs> I should, like how is there just a big red button that magically like makes the car? Because it was from the movie rentals car place, so it was wow. like a Bond car. But, but, but if you found a big red button in a car, it would just be like a prop, wouldn't yeah. it? It wouldn't do anything. <laughs> it wouldn't actually change technology of automobiles, like, so that it's, it's <laughs> Turbo like, a boost. Jet, like a jet engine or something. Like, what? Um... <laughs> That's so ridiculous. That was when he said my worst line of the whole movie, which is, Hold on to your panties, ladies. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, um, I so I mean, honestly, this I, I don't have words yet. I do have words like for this movie. Um, the, okay, so, <laughs> right, what am I trying to say? Come on, Sam, Sam, <laughs> find the words. Find the words. Oh, okay. So, the climax of the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So, let's set the scene. Okay, so there's the, the main leading lady. By the way, As Asylum mm -hmm. love a helicopter scene because they used it extensively in Titanic 2. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah, they love it. They And they've nailed it. They've nailed the... Because I, I think, actually, the helicopter scenes are probably some of the best special effects. So, they, I think they've just... Mm. They've got a helicopter guy... He sorts it out, and that's that. Um, <laughs> and this time, it was that... So the leading lady was in the helicopter, and then the son was driving the helicopter, flying the helicopter. Mm -hmm. And then she tried to fight a shark that tried to get in the helicopter. And then and then the, <laughs> the shark um, ate her, obviously, just like all in one, in one go. So, and then that, that shark... Not a bite, bite, just swallowed her. That shark then rained down with all the other sharks, okay? So we, 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 we know where we are, okay? Right? Brilliant, okay. Yeah. Um, so then, and then we, then we cut to, oh no, she's dead, blah, blah, blah. Then we cut to the main, the main guy, the main shark hunter guy. 
He has a chainsaw. He's decided, I'm going to take these sharks head on, blah, blah, blah. Sharks raining down from the sky. Lots and lots of sharks. Different sharks. And he holds a chainsaw <laughs> up to the sky. And a shark literally lands on him. He goes into the shark with his chainsaw. Like, straight through. Tra- chainsaw up, straight through. <laughs> he then hacks his way out of the shark with the chainsaw and then what do you know he pulls the girl out and she's alive are you fucking <laughs> they happen to fall are you into fucking the same kidding one. me are you they are trolling me they are trolling me <laughs> right i can't i want to unpack it to show how ridiculous it is, but then that just goes against everything that asylum is a- asylum is about, and I feel like I'm being a fool <laughs> if I start unpacking the ludicrousness of this. But I want to <laughs> because if he Not in. if he went in with the chainsaw, okay, that's bad enough. Surely he'd hack her to pieces on entry with the chainsaw. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Please, yeah, please help. Totally. Me, please. <laughs> And, like, I was like, how long has she been in there? She's probably, like, run out of oxygen and would be dead by now. How has this shark not taken a bite? And they both got swallowed completely whole. How did two full people in a chainsaw fit inside a shark? How is that the shark? Yeah, the shark's got other things in there as well. How is that the shark that he picked? How is it it the shark? How is it the same one? What are the odds? What do you say, Marley, about the, the lots? Lots in a shark, what? Oh, well, just, you know, that it's it's more than just the outside of a shark plus one giant stomach yeah. on the inside. <laughs> Stomachs are probably relatively really small. Like, it's not... You just... Oh, I mean... Yeah, it's not 90% stomach, that's for sure. 90% stomach. Like a snake, it just goes in a hole. Yeah, if it was a snake, maybe I could... Uh, maybe I could get behind it. I could get behind it a bit more. Yeah. Snake. But no, I can't get behind it. It's just so fucking stupid. I... <laughs> My whole thing with this movie is just how, like, sharks sucked up into a tornado. They were like, we're thriving, we're thriving. This is where we're meant to be, in a tornado. This is, this is where life is at. And suddenly, like literally fish out of water they're doing just a-okay they're no problems no problems breathing (laughs) no problems like aiming their bites (laughs) and they're just like flapping around on land all over the place it's not like they're dolphins who are actually mammals who do breathe air either is it right marley did i get that wrong is that right (laughs) (laughs) yeah they are but it and it's funny that you say dolphins because it reminds me of that Simpsons episode where all the dolphins walk up onto <laughs> land and, and take over the world. I think that is highly possible because that's what this movie's getting I at. I think that is more possible than shark being whipped up into a tornado and doing all of this shit. I think dolphins are more likely to walk on land. <laughs> there, I said it. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. I'm dumbass, dumbass. That <laughs> sounds better, dumbass. But um, dumbass. Yes. <laughs> 
You know when they went into the like little corner shop as well, and the guy behind the counter was like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, and he was like, "Well, this is obviously just the government and they're um, raining sharks down on us to keep us under the thumb." And Molly, <laughs> Molly's like, "I love how he's looking at this conspiracy guy like he's crazy." She's like, "It's literally <laughs> raining sharks outside." Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think that guy can be forgiven. Yeah, for having a few conspiracy <laughs> theories. In the current situation. You're so right, because it's like, saying a government did something is not the ludicrous part of it, really, is it? It's just like, the ludicrous part <laughs> yeah, is that exactly. tor- there's a tornado full of sharks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. And um, they don't really, the whole, like, opening shot where there's this mysterious businessman and then this, this boat captain dickhead, stupid dickhead who's yeah. like, the sharks should be afraid of us and it's like, none of that was really like, was that just preamble to show that the sharks are starting to like be thrown into places? Is that all it was about? Like, I don't understand. I honestly don't know. I think it was setting up a revenge plot for the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh, so with oh my god, I'm so dumb. Were they shark hunters? Is that what? Yeah, there was oh. um shark fin soup right oh. at the start. Oh, oh now I am the dumbass because I completely <laughs> missed. That does make sense. The sharks are getting revenge. Okay, I apologise to the movie makers. That's on me. That is on me. <laughs> but it was it was weird to have this like business deal gone wrong and then he was like well if you're not willing to pay the money I'll just shoot you and I'm like you could still do business yeah, with this guy um, <laughs> and why are you firing guns on a highly flammable boat as well there's no logic um, I think I think we should delve into a bit of uh, IMDB trivia this segment sounds so great the number yeah. one which I find amazingly hilarious it was shot in 18 days it shows (laughs) (gasps) wow it does show how did they do that i know right um so steve uh, steve guttenberg don't know who that is was offered the lead role of finn he was called finn like a shark are you joking how did i miss that i missed (laughs) that as well oh for god's sake oh i'm too dumb for this movie clearly right (laughs) the the subtlety (laughs) Did you also see at the end it said Finn, like in French, the end? Of course I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> like a like an artsy French movie, they just put Finn at the mean... end, but then they were like, haha, because, because sharks pun. Does that mean, does Finn mean end in French then? Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. These guys are too smart for me. <laughs> oh my god. Um... Yeah, so... Oh, God. God. Um, so it said, when the film became a cult hit, um, he said he regretted it. Um, so, to the point that he accepted oh. a role in a movie yeah. about giant fire, fire-breathing tarantulas that attack LA. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next movie. <laughs> Can you do that? Yeah. We should just go on Asylum's website and just pick all the movies that we wanted to Just do. all of them, yeah. <laughs> We'll just be the Asylum podcast. Oh my god, this is amazing. The flooded interior house sequence was shot on the set of a pool. Unfortunately, the water couldn't be heated, so it was freezing cold. <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh, that must have been horrible. Oh, no. Um. Oh god, Finn, the main guy, he was unsure of 
doing this movie, but his wife said to him, you've got a child, another child on the way, you need the work. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, it explains it, you know. That's hilarious. Oh, this is great. So, Robbie Rist, who played Robbie the bus driver, so it really was meta and self-aware because it was basically he was playing himself, Robbie, also Amazing. co-wrote a handful <laughs> of songs that are featured on the soundtrack. No way! Oh, including one? Sharknado when the credits oh, run. I love it. Sharknado. <laughs> okay, let me let me get to the um let me get to the uh, spoiler section of the uh, trivia. Let's see if there's any yes. um any spoiler. I mean, there's one there's one no sorry two pieces of trivia that are considered spoilers. Homage to Steven Spielberg, director of Jaws. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is kind of too boring and long to read, but they pay homage to him, apparently. I'd say they're trying to shit on the shark film legacy, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, oh, here we go. Finn chainsawing his way out of a shark's belly at the end of the film. Oh, was shot in a parking lot. That's really boring. Are you joking? That IMDb? <laughs> Are you joking? I thought that was be an amazing like, piece, of, oh, piece of trivia then. Oh, boy. <laughs> um. Oh. No. Oh, wait. Hang on. Am I onto something? Oh. Oh, again. Wait for this. They're too clever for me. They are too clever for me. Finn <laughs> in water is a recognisable characteristic of a sign of a shark. Duh. Shep- Shepard, <laughs> as in S H E P A R D, is a common misspelling of shepherd. To shepherd something means to guide or control it. Taken together, the main character's name, Finn <laughs> Shepard, is an aptronym, meaning his name suitably describes his job. Isn't that? <laughs> I think. You know what I think happened? I think. So I think clever. I Finn sharks. Yep, yeah, Finn. And then they actually just misspelled Shepherd. That's what I think actually happened. <laughs> I, I refuse to believe. I agree. I think they misspelled it. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Oh man. Um. <laughs> I mean, this this movie, like, I'm kind of thinking now. Is it? It's on the same kind of level as the room in that like actually it's a genius that I just cannot fully comprehend comprehend <laughs> yeah. like I am I am the problem here you know <laughs> <laughs> obviously people love it because it's got a Sharknado 2, 3 and 4 I think five. Yeah, it's had like multiple sequels five, five. and <gasps> oh wow did you know apparently Spenny, Spenny from Made in Chelsea is in Sharknado 5, so I think I'm going to have to watch that because he's <laughs> wow. one of my obsessions at the moment. So, well, basically his wife, who's amazing. But, um... Yeah, who does that yeah, awesome exactly. podcast. Shout out My Therapist Ghost of Me. Um, I started listening, by the way. Oh my it's God, so right? good. So good. Oh, Marley, you have to listen. Yeah, I love so it. so good. It's amazing. Much better than ours. <laughs> Don't listen to ours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! Um, um, oh, oh, we forgot about the bit um, when they go to pick up uh, the main guy's son from flight school, and they're hiding in that <laughs> shelter, which is just a cupboard with like a 
corrugated iron door held on yes. with string is their storm shelter. And then the tornado literally hits the flight school. It sucks someone <laughs> yeah. out of the roof. But the main guy is strong <laughs> enough to oh, hold the yeah. door closed against the tornado. He's stronger than a tornado. Even though the tornado is strong enough to lift planes yeah. and people mm-hmm. into the sky, he is strong enough to hold the door. That cracked me up so much. I was like, but also I was like, what even is the point of holding the corrugated iron there? Like, it's how is that protecting Oh yeah, him? I don't know how it's helping him. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's, oh dear. Um, so... I was um, gonna say, sorry, any parallels that we can draw to Twilight? Because, we're, you know, we have to do that for every episode, <laughs> clearly. Any, any apart from the bad acting, any parallels that you can see <laughs> to Breaking Dawn Part 1, preferably? The um, hitting on an older guy. Um, <laughs> lots of damsel in distress stuff, but I think that's, that that's true. a parallel you could draw with most movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Yeah. She was kind of tough, like Bella, like when that guy tried to harass her in the bar at the beginning and she was like, um, you can touch everything in this bar except me. I've told you a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> She's handling it well, but she was also really playful with him. And I was like, does he harass you every day? Yeah, he was not ideal. Not an ideal situation there. No. Um, so let's, I think we should give this movie its shit stars. I'm very yes, interested. So okay. just as a reminder, the one star is one shit star just means it's just a terrible, terrible movie. Three three stars, mm-hmm. pretty bad, kind of, you know. And then five shit stars basically means it's so bad it's amazing. What Marley, what Marley, mm-hmm. what would you give this? So I I'm actually I'm gonna consider myself a fan. <laughs> um because I got a lot of enjoyment out yeah. of watching it, and I think that it is pretty much so bad that mm-hmm. it's good. Um, so four, yeah, that's four fair. stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine. What do you give it? Uh, yeah, I think four as well. I really enjoyed it. There was lots to get from it. Like we've just spoken about all the puns. I didn't get mm-hmm. all of them. Um, but we did still watch it in two parts, mm. and I think if it if it was deserving a five, I would have yeah. sat and binged the whole thing in one go. Yep. So, are you going four? Yeah. Yeah, four for me. Yeah, good decision. I was also going to go four because... I think because Titanic 2 set the bar so high, where I, like... <laughs> where I cried, I physically cried with laughter several times. Yeah. That didn't happen here. I did have a few laugh out loud moments and it was very, mm. very entertaining. But yeah, it just didn't quite reach that. I, will anything ever reach the Titanic 2 pinnacle again? I, I'm not sure. Probably I'm not sure. But if we go continue to go on Asylum's website and use them, then maybe we will definitely find another one that's that's. Another worthy. Gem. <laughs> but um yeah, so yeah. yeah, four solid four stars. Um mm. yeah. Um and yeah, I mean I think I think that's that's everything I've got here. I mean I did write in my notes to talk about Courtney Kardashian, Megan Fox and those guys. Um if you just humour me, you know, for a second. Um Courtney Kardashian <laughs> yeah, Courtney Kardashian is now engaged to Travis Barker, who she 
um, has been with I think she's been with him for like a year but she's been friends with him for ages but Scott Disick mm. who's the baby daddy he's broken up with Amelia so he's single so this is not going to be good for him but he had his oh. chance with her and he cheated on her loads so you know what she gave him a million chances he blew it I'm sorry Scott love you you're the most entertaining part of the Kardashian show but <laughs> I'm sorry she's moved on and Megan Fox I would just like to read you have you seen what she's been up to recently she no I haven't seen her I at mean, all recently she's hard and amazing as ever love love her for that mm. but she's going out with this guy called Machine Gun Kelly and by the way I'm my therapist goes to me that Machine Gun yes, Kelly Machine Gun Kelly um, in my my therapist goes to be they talk a lot about this in recent episodes so it does sound like I'm copying them but you know what imitation is the most sincere form of flattery so whatever <laughs> um, so her so her and machine gun machine I, I go by his first name her and machine gun have been um, romantically involved for a while um, they're just the couple that put out their PDA to the extent where you're just like are you even doing it or are you just are you just showboating everything and yeah. she put a picture on um, Instagram you can look on her Instagram for re- for reference and it's a picture of her in not very much she's wearing like you know it's very sexy basically is what I'm saying and she's pointing a gun not a machine gun just a regular handgun at his penis and and <laughs> it says right let me read this caption the tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a romance featuring colon list to come up feverish obsession guns addiction shamans lots of blood general mayhem therapy tantric night terrors binding rituals chakra sound baths psychedelic hallucinations organic smoothies and the kind of sex that would make lucifer clutch his rosary (laughs) What the F? Is that supposed to be like a description of their relationship? Yes, yes apparently so. Yes, <laughs> yes. Not not of their, it's not... In the form of a movie pastiche. Yeah, and it's not, yeah, it's not like she's like describing, you know, the theme of the photo shoot even. Well, maybe that is what she, but she, <laughs> but ultimately she is just... Organic smoothies. Organic smoothies. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's that really. I Why is she butt naked in that photo? She's sexy. Very sexy. <laughs> but he, he's he gets to wear a suit. Why is she like Um oh Because woman well, the thing. She she is sexy. She well, this is the thing, yeah. She said but, when they went to the VMA she had like a naked dress uh, on and they were like, Oh, like tell us about your outfit she was like, Well, um, Machine Gun said like he wants to dress me naked for the night he's gonna like you're gonna be naked and so I was like okay daddy she actually said that she was like okay daddy it's like ew ew yes daddy's just a word that should be just struck from everyone's social encounters yes yes, I agree I totally agree what yes so I'm interested to see how their love affair is gonna play out i give it another year maybe um mm. before it all comes <laughs> crashing and burning because they've got you know 
you can't you can't go in with captions like that and then just like just have your like casual Thursdays where you just hang you know like it's they're, they're either they've set themselves yeah. up where they're just gonna have to be like having crazy sex all the time and being like violently yeah. in love and it's just like no you just calm down <laughs> just enjoy chilling and then this time next year we read a news story about how she's actually shot his dick off yeah. or something <laughs> oopsie it got too real <laughs> um yeah so but you know what? I'm so, I'm a big fan, and I look forward to seeing it all play out. So, we can see, oh, one of the captions is, "Daddy's gonna win a VMA." <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, gross! Oh dear. But you know, she's. I still love her. She's awesome. He's he's Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So. That, that's my little I just wanted to get that off my chest really um, that's <laughs> well as our fans know this is the place to get their Kardashian and celebrity news updates yeah. so I'm always on top of that so they can rely on, on me for that so that's good um, yeah so it's been awesome Marley it's been so lovely having you as a guest come back anytime thank come you for having anytime. me you're welcome um and we don't yet know what movie we're going to do next, so I don't think we can give you a teaser. Um, oh, no, 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 uh, we do. Is we it going to be? We do know. It is. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Um, <laughs> luck of the Irish. Her luck may have just, yep. her luck may have just run out. There we go. That's the time. <laughs> Here we go. I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> yes, can't wait. Awesome. And as always, thanks everyone for listening and uh, supporting us. Always DM us because Sam is always. Yeah, I just refer to myself in third person. Sam is always in need, in need, always in need of attention. So just she'll always reply. Um, and yeah, and thank you guys. Thank you, Marley and Nye for being yeah. so awesome and thank you we got hey look we're all tired but we got through it i think we thrived actually i think we you know just like <laughs> the sharks in the tornado ah what a, what a sign off professional right catch you later <laughs> gotcha see ya thanks for listening guys if you want to get in touch with us you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com yahoo of course mm-hmm or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.